Good day, everybody, wherever you are, whenever you're listening. Welcome back to the 23 Podcast. Parker Kern here along with Father Jeff Macbeth. Father, how goes it? I think going all right. Yourself? I'm doing good. I see the sweater vest is out today. Well, you know, it's that time, I think. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I'm not ready for the full sweater yet. Just can't, uh, yeah. can't do it. Um, but this is kind of like my little transition, you know, apparel. Yeah. I, I, I'm, well, I'm wearing a, a, a vest today myself, like a out, you know, mm-hmm. outer vest yeah. jacket. Cause agreed, it's, it's not quite, it's not quite full jacket, full sweater season yet, but it is, it is, you know, as you say, sometimes it's, you know, the vest is not nothing. It's yeah, not nothing. That's right? right. It's a, it's a sign. It's, it's a good, you know, it's a good transition piece for us. Do you know when exactly you would consider putting the full sweater on, though? Is there like a cutoff? Is there like mm. a certain temperature or a certain day? It's probably more like a certain temperature. Yeah. Um, probably forties. Forties, like the high in the forties. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we're not we're not there yet. No, we're not. Oh. So, yeah, high high in the forties would probably be the be the time to do that. But you know, if, if there's if there's still a five in the in the high, it's like it's it's not sweater weather. Not sweater. Okay. For All right. Me. For me, I I I I agree with that. Are you typically cold or warm? Um, I'd probably typically be more cold. Yeah. I guess. Um, another reason for the the sweater vest, even here inside, because it tends to be, uh, as you know, uh, a little cooler in here. It, it is. So there's the added bonus of not being as cold uh, when I'm here at the office. That's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's all especially yeah in the church, like you said, it's you know it tends to run run a little cool in there, and then when you least expect it in the summertime when it's ninety out, it's just like boom seventy eight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I busted that out and um, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome, and uh, it is indeed PSL season. I know, uh, Father, you're not a fan of PSL. Yeah, for multiple reasons. One, I'm too cheap. <laughs> Um, and two, um, which is a lot of sugar in it, probably. I think the vest for you and, is the, um, is signifies the PSL, like like your vest is your right. PSL because it's, like it's my like personal the, PSL. The early fall kind of that's you right, know, exactly. Like instead of getting a PSL, buying one, you just put the vest on and that's sweater your, vest on. Yeah, right, sweater vest. Yeah, right, exactly. And then and then you're good. You know, I wouldn't want to compare you to a, a certain former football coach for a university that you don't like to root for but correct yeah that's the downside of the of the sweater vest especially yeah. the gray one you know yeah. but uh it, it fits in my color palette and so it's uh it works in that way that's that's a beautiful thing now again i i don't want to be blasphemous here but i do have to ask is is there a like a clerical sweater that you can buy with like a collar insert maybe like just like not even having the the black undershirt just yeah, like this right. the actual just a sweater I think I don't know about a sweater. Um, I think there's like priest polo shirts that you can get oh. that has like the like the collar in it. I oh, think like when you're golfing um, or something. Mm-hmm, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly so, what you do. Um, but I don't know about a sweater. That might be too much like wool around your neck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that might be a little itchy. Yeah, it'd be like you just a, start like itching a hair yourself shirt during or something. Mass. Yeah, like a you know. Yeah, I got enough problems. I don't need a <laughs> you know. So, yeah, but, you know, I tend to have, a, again, my, my color palette. I remember once when I was, uh, when I was in Huron, I showed up for the, um, the staff Christmas party, and I was telling a couple of teachers that I, I wore the charcoal sweater instead of the black because it was more festive. <laughs> 
No, no red or green for you. So yeah, no. Not, not a... When I was in, when I was in Finley at uh, at St. Mike's, they had um, like the the staff sweater, you know, but it was it was like a dark green. So oh. I uh, I did that. I did that. Yeah. Like it wasn't a, like, it wasn't like a, a bright or anything like that, but you know, like a forest green or something. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little darker. Okay, but um, you, you get just so used to it, like you know, bright things, you know, are just like, just seem out of place for me. Yeah, I yeah, that's 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 interesting. Father, you know, Father Herb used to wear a a big red sweater. I mean, you could see him from a mile away. Mm-hmm. It's always like, wow, that's that's pretty loud, but you know. Yeah, whatever works. Whatever works. But yeah. I, I dig I dig the vest. I dig the sweater vest. There's not there's not a lot of those you don't see those a lot anymore. Hmm. I used to wear them all the time when I was a kid. Hmm. With with even like a polo. Like just a short sleeve polo. Oh, see, I, I can't do it with a short sleeve. I figure that like like too much in the middle there. You know? Yeah. Like, well you don't know what you want that yeah, because then you got you're so hot here and mm-hmm. then your arms are like mm-hmm. uh, hey, you forgot about me. Yeah, exactly. So I just yeah, I never thought to do that. <laughs> Although I might have purchased this when you were still a kid, you know, because oh, you know when you uh, when you when you grow up, you know, you just you know, unless you change sizes, things just last for years and years, and that just next thing you know, it's like, oh, I've had this for a long time. Yeah, I was just actually winterizing my closet the other night, and uh, it, some things I've had in there since seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, I stopped growing, and they all said you're going to keep growing, and. Apparently, my body said, nah, sorry. So, that's what it is. We're just staying right where we're at. But but it, it, it works wonders when, yeah, you don't have to buy clothes every year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly it. That's exactly it. So, anyways, well, enough talk about our attire, Father. What, I know. That, what, that, that was, I feel like that was way too much talk about our apparel. That's okay. I mean, everybody needs to everybody needs to talk about it every once yeah. in a while. Especially, it's, it's, it's not a topic we broach too often. No, I think we're both pretty fashionable, though. But um, I don't know if the par- the parish would be taking fashion advice from us necessarily. Yeah, but... not me in particular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, although sometimes when I see people wearing all black, I'm like, "You're a sharp dresser." Yeah, well, yeah, sharp dressed man, right? Mm. It it's it is timeless. Black is a timeless color. You know, exa- exactly it. So I'm I'm glad you I'm, you wear it well. Yeah. How about that? So although sometimes when uh, when especially kids ask, you know, why why do priests wear black? Um, my my go-to line used to be because I like Johnny Cash, um, but then more recently it was because I'm a ninja. Oh, and so like they, that. They, they appreciate that. I'm sure they do, and they're waiting for you to like, you know, do parkour during mass yeah. or something. Yeah. Although one kid told me once he goes, "You can't be a ninja because you got laces on your shoes." I'm like, "Oh, that's observant and interesting." I didn't know that they. Okay. Yeah. I, I well, learn something new every day. Yeah. Exactly. That's your that's your FF for the the fun fact for the day. That's so. exactly it. So, Father, what is going on, or perhaps what isn't going on around the parish now? This, yeah, this you know, week? just uh, yeah, just a lot of uh, a lot of great things um, that are continuing to to happen. You know, um, yeah, just our faith formation yeah. and um, just um, yeah, RCIA, just so many good good things, you know, and I mean, sister's got some great things going on. Everybody's got great things going on. And so we're kind of at a, at a, a point right now where we're just sort of in the groove, you know, right. and so as opposed to like, you know, maybe a month or so ago, we had all this stuff to kind of announce is upcoming. We're kind of settling into a lot of great things, you know, and it's continuing yes. to bear fruit. We're also looking ahead to the future and what that's going to look like, uh, you know, sort of after the new year. And uh, so we'll have Hopefully, some things to relate to people at uh, at some point in the in the future. 
But um, yeah, so maybe I'll I'll sort of mention this now. So for next uh, next weekend in the podcast, um, there'll be a special guest. <laughs> That's right, there will be because I'll be uh, I'll be away, um, kind of during the time where we would be needing to. To, to make a podcast and yeah. so and, and let's father just just for everybody that might not listen last week you are you are not going to the holy land correct so yes let's yeah. just clarify yeah. that yeah. In case. So if you've missed that one yeah. i uh i am uh i'm not uh i'm not a uh, not doing that okay and, all right um so just uh venture have another adventure instead so yes. i'll be away and should be wonderful um, yeah but there will be a guest yes and i'm excited about that we're not. We're. Are we going? We're not going to reveal it now, are we? I don't know. I'm. I, I've been back and forth in my mind about. Yeah. Um, I, I'm. I'm leaning on just um, making it a surprise. I think. I think so. Okay. I'm glad we're in, in agreement. You on see that. this person a lot. That's the only hint we'll Ooh, give you. Interesting. Could be anybody. It could be. Could be anybody. Yeah. Hmm. So, you'll have to find out. I'm. I'm curious. Keep your. <laughs> and 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 I know. I already know. I'm, and you I'm know. Still, yeah. I'm right. still curious. <laughs> so. Yep. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. So, all right, it'll Father. be great. It'll be great. It will I'm looking be. Looking forward great. to listening in. If I have yeah. twenty-three minutes to spare, no, I will. Yeah, you'll have. Do you, you have Wi-Fi down there? Um. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, you'll be fine. Probably. Awesome. If they give me the password. <laughs> so anyway, so our gospel uh, today. Um, it's the 29th Sunday in ordinary time. Right. Which is crazy. We're like getting to the. We're getting towards the end here. Yeah. And so again to. Um, on that theme of, of coming towards the end, uh, as really we've been doing over the last month or so, this is towards the end of, of Jesus' life on earth. And so um, we're in Matthew 22, verses uh, 15 to 21. And so, again, this is all during the time that we would know as Holy Week, you know, so his final his final week leading up to his, um, his passion, you know, death, resurrection. And so... Um, especially maybe like these final like little lessons you know or perhaps even you know good for us to pay attention to in a in a certain way because he knows you know his sort of time to say things is is, is run into a close coming to a close yeah. you know and this is sort of his final kind of messages here these next few weeks right so um this is our gospel for the sunday the pharisees went off and plotted how they might entrap jesus in speech they sent their disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man, and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth, and you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. Then they handed him the Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that, he said to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. So last week, if you remember um, the, the passage that we had, and our gospel for the anniversary of the dedication of the yep. church was Luke 19, uh, about Zacchaeus, who is the chief tax collector. Um, and so it's interesting that we continue to go back to uh, go back to that. Um, and so again, the 
people like Zacchaeus would have been, those tax collectors would have been, when Jewish people, people of the, the house of Israel, but who were sort of working for the, the enemy occupying Romans and right. uh, collecting taxes on their behalf, um, yeah. which, which leads into, this, into their, their question there. Like, is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Um, as we heard at the beginning of our passage, they were trying to entrap Jesus in speech. So if he said, um, yes, it's lawful to pay the census tax, they'd be like, well, wait, like, so you're in line with the Romans? Right. But if he said no, then they'd be like, oh, well, wait, so you're you're opposed to the you know government and paying the tax? So either, you know, either yeah. answer he gave. It's a lose-lose. Right. They thought they were so clever, you know, <laughs> to um, try to one-up the word made flesh. Um, yeah, you know, that, uh, either answer that he was going to give, um, you know, they had a response to, to, to try to like, to try to bust him. Of course he, he doesn't answer yes or no as, as we, as we heard, uh, but just this wonderful line asking for the coin, you know, whose image, whose inscription or pay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. It's kind of cool, you know? Um, I, well, first of all, I mean, who in their right mind would try to, you know, trick Jesus? Yeah, well, He's, obviously they didn't know who he was. Right, but still, like, if you've heard stuff about this guy, like, you're not, I mean, you're not. Three years in, you probably know you're not going to. Yeah. You're not going to, like, one-up him. Yeah, yeah, and he's going to have, you know, something much more wise for you to chew on when you leave than when you, you know, get in there like, I'm going to get him. No, you're not, so stop trying. But it is very interesting. Um, and, again, kind of ties in, like you said, with kind of those past couple readings that we've had as far as, you know, giving to God what belongs to God. And I think that for us in a lot of different ways could be many, many things that we, that we do, that we have, uh, that we are. Right. And I think that's, for me, that's kind of the takeaway of not only seeing that Jesus is, you know, showing his all knowingness, right. And showing that understanding that he knew that, you know, there was going to be some sort of test, right. Mm -hmm. With air quotes, right. It's, wasn't really a test. Of course, the the big test was just you know just about to begin, which none of them knew. Yeah. But um, you know this this smaller test, and then that you know nugget of wisdom that he imparts, I think is is very valuable for all of us as well. So the the coin would have um, had the inscription really that that Caesar is Lord, you know Kaiser Kyrios. Uh, really, that he's he's God. You know, they the Roman emperors believe, and people believe, they were like a divinity, a divine person. You know, right. almost, and so, um, and it had their image on it, and so, um, you know, and really, this even goes back to when Jesus, you know, was was born. That it's not Kaiser Kyrios, but it's you know, Christos Kyrios. Jesus Christ is Lord, right? And so, there's a there's that interesting interplay. You know, here here at work, that we could even think of as you know, things of the world, kind of our our Lord, our God. You know, what matters most to us, what um, kind of dominates our life and and gives it its meaning, or is, is Jesus Lord? Yeah. And also the fact that um, I love you know the image. You know, whose image is this? You know, and so repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but to God belongs to God. But we're made in the image and the likeness of God. Um, so I think that's a pretty cool tie-in too. That okay, if we're given back to Caesar, what has his image on it? Then we're given back to God, what has his image on it? Right. Which is us, you know. Yeah. And like you said, our whole our whole life and everything 
that we have. Yeah, I agree. And I couldn't help but tie this in again as a as a pretty big sports fan. These these uh, college athletes now with these name, image, and likeness deals, mm. you know, uh, so they get basically monetary benefits for being a college athlete, which I'm not going to give my opinion on that. But I believe the point here is, is that right? They're they're using their name and image and likeness for their own kind of gain, right? Or the gain of the university that they're attending. So I think we're made in the image and likeness of God and he, you know, knows our name, right? So again, we're we're receiving that benefit continually from him in being basically, you know, a sub, you know, some sort of subordinate level of God, right? We're all God's creatures, we're all God's creation. So, like you said, we're kind of giving it all back. And again, as I mentioned last week, right, when we when we go up to receive communion, we look at the body of Christ. We're looking into that kind of almost that mirror, mm-hmm. right? Because in a sense, it's Jesus looking at us, but it's also we're looking at ourselves in many different ways, and and he's looking right back, up, back at us and giving us mercy and allowing us to take him in to our bodies to, you know, to sustain us and to, to give us to give us life. Because like you said, we're actually made to be caught up in the very life of of God. That there there is something sort of divine about us, not based on our own just sort of nature, but, but right. who he has made us to be and um as people made his image and likeness and people claimed as his adopted beloved daughters and sons through baptism and ones that he brings into his own body, you know, especially through the Eucharist. And so, uh, you know, we are meant to be caught up in the very life of, of God. And I think, um, you know, this, uh, this passage is a good reminder of that, you know, especially when we just get, you know, maybe too caught up in the, the other stuff, you know, of our everyday life that, um, that God has, has put his, has put his stamp on us, you know, right. like, like a coin, you know, and yeah. I, um, I even tell people, maybe I mentioned this a lot more at funerals too, when we're baptized, um, we have what's called a, um, a sacramental character, which is like a brand that God like puts on our soul, you know, like this official like stamp that says like, like you belong to me. Right. Um, and it's that that never goes away, you know, and so, you know, no matter sort of what else we do in life, how we wander, um, you know, we're always going to have that God's image and his likeness and his, you know, our na- his name just sort of stamped, stamped into our, our very being at his very depth. Um, and that's just uh, such an amazing thing. And then the question is, okay, how do we, how do we live that out? How do we give back to God what belongs to, to him in our life? Just how we, how we live it, how we do, you know, use our resources, Obviously, the way we, you know, approach one another. I mean, so many different, you know, coming to church to, to give God the, the what's what's His due by giving us all this. Right. Um, you know, so many ways. Yeah, agreed. And um, kind of like you said, right? Um, we're basically stamped, right? When we're conceived or born, baptized, right? All those, I guess, all those stages. Yeah. We continually are stamped, and then of course at confirmation, we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm which just happened here a couple of weeks ago for yeah. some junior high students, which was, again, so powerful yeah. uh, to see that really in action and becoming fully, fully adult in the church's eyes, right? 
But whether we're um, you know old enough to be confirmed now or not, we are all called to to be truly sealed with that Holy Spirit and take that gift. And you know, it's funny. Earlier, I was mentioning to you, I was asking. Uh, as we were announcing our special guest host for next week about, um, you know, if you'll have Wi-Fi, right, mm-hmm. in, in your, um, where you're going on your adventure. And, you know, Wi-Fi is a scarce resource sometimes, right? Sometimes you have to go into airplane mode or sometimes you have to, you know, oh, man, I don't have data here. I guess, you know, well, I guess I, I didn't think it was that important. But, you know, what, what you said about being stamped with God's love, you know, we're never going to not have that, you know, you're never going to not have his love, his mercy with you. We're just kind of, that's kind of innately in us, right? Just, just as anything else. It just struck me too that, um, you know, when they minted this, this coin, uh, this Roman coin that would have had a a definite value on it, how, how much value, you know, what you could have gotten with it. You know, I don't know, but when when we're minted by by God, so to speak, you know, when He puts His sort of stamp on us, like we're minted, created to be priceless, uh-huh. you know, and um, and that our our measurable value comes from the fact that that God claims that for us, you know, and He's been the one who who tells us who we are and uh, and that we belong to Him, and um, that just you know. It, Kind of like you indicated, really at every stage of life, you know, that gives us our inestimable, probably said that wrong, value um, as as human beings, um, which is always just so good to us to remember with some some wonder and awe yeah. uh, and praise God for that and to just try to live that out um, in our lives. Because no matter who we are, we can, in a sense, have our head held high um, because um, because we've been... We've been stamped, you know, by God, um, yeah. which is amazing. That is amazing. Great discussion today, Father. Wow. And uh, why don't we wrap it up with a prayer? Yeah. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Mighty God, we, th- um, we just thank you for for the wonder of our being. Um, and as we, uh, if you've listened to the, you know, formed a search series, you know, I think episode two, that we're kind of a big deal. Uh, just because of who you have created us to be, and of course because you've claimed us as your own, um, God. If there's people out there uh, today who are um, maybe feeling a sense of worthlessness in some ways, Holy Spirit, just ask that you uh, just stir up within them um, the mindfulness that uh, they are made in your image and likeness that you've claimed them, that you've died for them, that you look to put your life into them. Uh, a new each and every day. And so, God, we love you and thank you for your love for us. and Sustain us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, I hope you have a great adventure, well-deserved, well-earned. Go, go enjoy, go pray. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and I will talk to you next week with our very special guest. Bye, everybody.